everyone. Today I will be interviewing Mrs. Snyder, who is a middle school teacher. Hi, Mrs. Snyder. Hi, Ava. How's everything going for you? It's going pretty good. Good. Um, so the first question is, uh, what would you recommend that students do while they're at home? perfect opportunity to spend some time with uh, family and pick up a new hobby or just explore uh, art or craft or cooking or just just something you've never um, thought about doing before or um, like I know some students have done they're exploring animation which is kind of fun and some of them are painting for the first time and cooking for the first time so I think it's, it's nice to look around and just find an area of interest and find out more about it. Do you prefer the e-learning format more than teaching in person? And why or why not? I definitely like to teach in person because I like to see everybody and see students. I really miss everyone. And I like finding out about their lives. And it's just hard to do with e-learning because um, students are busy and just trying to get the assignments and it's hard to find out about too many things about what's going on in their life. So I miss seeing everyone, so I'd much rather be face-to-face. Um, I have found, though, that a few students really like the e-learning format. They um, are thriving in it, and I don't think that they really will, um, would have anticipated that happening. So some students I'm seeing really like um, more of a blended, they would say that they like to be face-to-face and also um, have some e-learning. I don't expect that at all. Are there any positives to, like, the e-learning format? I would say from an academic standpoint, um, I think sometimes in a discussion online, I'm seeing some students participate more than they might in a a small group setting in the classroom uh, because sometimes they just don't want to speak up as much but they'll type out an answer in a discussion that they might not speak up and say in their discussion in class but that's and that's just a few students so that if I had to pick out one advantage of it I would say that would be it have you tried you can continue. Oh, no, sorry. I, was, I just thought of another thing here is that um, I also think sometimes when I, what students are saying, and I haven't experienced this, but what students are saying is that they're enjoying finishing uh, what is required, and then they have more time to choose what they want to do the rest of the day, and they're enjoying that. Have you tried out any new hobbies? If so, what are some you've enjoyed? And if not, what are some hobbies that you think are great for people to do when they're bored? Well, one of the things I did is I pulled out my, my daughter's sewing machine, and I used to sew all the time when they were little, um, but I haven't sewn in forever. And so I pulled that out and started making some masks for people, which was, um, was fun. I enjoyed remembering that I knew how to sew. And I even got, for Mother's Day, I have a new sewing cabinet that my husband's going to put together for me. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing what else I might be able to make in the future. So that's been fun. And I love to cook. 
but I don't always have time to cook. So I've enjoyed cooking and made some desserts and some bread that I wouldn't have made probably during the school year. Uh, but So that's been a lot of fun, too, and gardening is always fun. Um, also, I'm on my fourth puzzle because I love putting puzzles together. So that's been fun, putting those puzzles together, which I usually we just do that during holiday time when family comes. So those are the ones that I've been involved in, and I would just recommend that students pursue something that they enjoy because everybody has different interests. But if there's something you've always thought, I wonder about this or that, then I would just encourage them to find out more about it and uh, get involved in it. Can you give us a snapshot of what your daily routine is like? Sure. Well, when all of, when we started with virtual learning, I had to get on a different schedule because um, preparing the lessons and the videos and posting was taking a lot of time. And so my schedule really was off. It, I was going to sleep at 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. and just waking up at 8 taking a nap in the afternoon, but now I'm back on a normal schedule, and um, there's a lot of grading during the school day, and then I have Zoom meetings twice, on two days a week, so on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I usually have Zoom meetings from uh, one to three, both of those days with students coming, and uh, they can ask questions, so I, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, that's what I do in those afternoons. In the evening is when I'm finalizing the lessons online and making sure that they are posted and ready for students to have access at 7 a.m. in the morning. So, um, and then with the end of the school year, we're having to look at students that are coming to Creekside next year. So we have been looking at um, fifth grade math classes and looking at how to recommend different math courses for students coming into sixth grade. So in the morning time, I've had some meetings that involve other teachers and administrators in the district. So um, that's been a little bit busier in the morning time because of it being the end of the year. But I'm usually up uh, bright and early in the morning. I'm usually usually up about 7 a.m. and pretty busy most of the time, but it has been nice to have Friday to prepare the lessons and make sure that they're ready to go for the next week. So when we moved to the four days a week format, it was nice. Is that enough, or you want to know more about what I do? Oh, that's good. <laughs> okay. Um, good. How has this situation impacted your life? Well, um... Now, I, I had just had knee surgery, so it was the timing of this. I was supposed to be coming back to school in a wheelchair, so um, staying home and working virtually was good for the healing of my knee, and um, it's my, I'm usually somebody that is out and about a lot, so um, definitely having to stay home means that I can't go visit my stepdad, who is 93. And we normally would have gone to see him in Texas at least once during this time just to check on him because he's living by himself. And so we couldn't do that. Um, We did move my daughter, one of my daughters, home. Um, She had been living in Lafayette, 
and so she moved back home during this time and it's been nice having her at home she's helped me with a couple of projects and I've appreciated that and then obviously I haven't been able to see everybody at school and I haven't been able to see other teachers or students and, and I definitely miss that we definitely eat at home more we get to eat out at times so we're not eating out but we have picked up food from restaurants just to be able to support them How, oh, no, sorry. Uh, what has been the hardest thing about social distancing? I think the hardest thing about social distancing is that I am definitely a hugger and uh, I'm the type of person that wants to say hello to everyone and visit people and uh, trying to, like, if I, I, like this past week, I visited all of the math teachers from Creekside homes so I was dropping off flowers for them because it was teacher appreciation week and when I would drive up to drop them off you know I want I want to run over and give them a hug and, and that's not something we're supposed to be doing right now so that's been hard uh, staying away we have uh, there's a new baby that was born yes that's my next door neighbor's uh, baby so not being able to play with her and kind of hang out with her some has been Hard just because she's so cute and growing up so fast um, that I would like to be able to play with her on a regular basis. So definitely um, having to stay away from other people has been the hardest thing for me. How have you been staying in touch with others? Well, we um, talk on the phone a good bit, and then I, I actually am writing a couple of people that are... Um, at home by themselves so we're riding back and forth just to make sure they're okay and they actually live in town um, and they are just people that live by themselves and so someone had started an initiative to help um, write letters and stay in touch with these people and so i've been doing that which is fun um, but we've also had some zoom meetings we've had family zoom meetings because um, our kids live in different states so we've been able to see people with that. We've scheduled a couple of meetings where we're going to be playing games through um, Zoom, using Zoom. And then phone calls. Definitely staying in touch with people by just calling them and checking in on them. And just finding out what's going on in their lives. Do you think that social distancing is effective and why or why not? a real educated opinion about it so what I always do is just try to default to the ones that seem to be more educated in that area and they definitely are saying that social distancing will help and so I trust that and feel that it's, it's worth the effort at least right now um, for us to um, follow what the orders are for the state of Indiana and um, do what they say because I'm just trusting that they know more about the facts and that they're going to guide us in a direction that they believe will help. And I definitely don't see any harm from it. So I think it's a, it's a good thing to follow their lead. Is there anything else that you'd like to share? Uh, I just think, I, I'd say that, you know, just enjoy this time with family 
make sure that you are uh, taking advantage of the opportunity to to be able to, to do something new because you've gotten a gift of some extra time and you can choose to make the most of that time doing something that you enjoy doing. So I really encourage everyone to look around and find what you enjoy doing and take that next step and try it out. If you don't like it, then try something else. But to take advantage of this time to, to be with family and then to pursue something new would um, is something that I would challenge everybody to do right now. Thank you so much, Mrs. Snyder. Sure. It sure is nice to talk with you, and thank you for asking. Uh, if you'd like to be featured on the next Social Distancing with Me podcast episode, please either email me at socialdistancingwithme at gmail.com or go on social media, follow Social Distancing with me, and message me there.